This is Brenda Hardwick with Angel Talk. This is podcast two. My topic for today is your angels in dealing with chaos. Chaos is all around us right now. It seems like everything is in chaos. If you look at the heavens, Mercury is about to go to retrograde. That's going to happen on May 10th. And it's going to last all the way into June. So if you have new products you want to start, new projects you want to get going, do it now. Get it started. If you're not sure about how you want to start, what you want to start, that's when you ask your angels, which one do I choose? What do I get going on? It's not difficult. Well, it's not as difficult as it seems to talk to your angels. They're always with you. And everyone has at least one. Most people from my clientele, most people have at least three. That seems to be the average. And they're always waiting. They want to help. It's their job. Like I've said before, you have guardian angels. They're over your left shoulder. And then you have archangels that attend you for the day. It really isn't important for you to know who they are. Although that's one of the things that being human, we are always wanting to know. Dealing with chaos, it can be a little chaos. It can be a lot of chaos. We just came out of tax season. That's chaos. Having to remember what you spent, where you spent it, who you spent it on. That's chaos. If you're dealing with a new job because you walked from the job that you had before COVID, during COVID, during all the lockdowns, that's chaos. People are trying to figure out how to get their feet out back underneath them. Because going through COVID knocked them out from under. Going to the grocery store. Boy, that's chaotic. The one I shop at is undergoing renovations while they're open. Holy geez. Trying to remember where you picked something up last time doesn't make any sense. The signs don't match. They've moved the aisles. They've moved everything. And the prices... Wow. The thing everybody's been talking about is how much gasoline has gone up. But have you looked at everything else? Bread costs more. Water costs more if you purchase water. I like seltzer water. The kind with no sugar in it, no sweeteners. That's gone up. My grocery bill has doubled. And I'm just one person. I buy stuff for my grandkids and for friends if I'm going to visit. But just for keeping my refrigerator stocked, it's gone up. And it really doesn't matter where you shop. The store doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're buying fresh produce or frozen or canned. It doesn't matter whether you're buying meat or not. 
your grocery bill is higher. Service. Well, that used to have a good definition. Customer service. Client service. Those things feel like they don't really exist anymore. And it's because the people who are serving you are not happy with where they are. They're not making enough money to make ends meet. They're tired because they go from one job to the next. And when they do get home and try and sleep, they can't. And if they have a family to take care of, that comes first. Chaos. Traffic is chaos. I used to have road rage really badly to the point that um, I wanted to be violent. I'm better now, yes, because I talk to my angels. The car is one of the places where I talk most often because I'm all by myself. I can turn the music on or off and it doesn't matter whether I'm yelling at them or just talking to them in a calm, normal voice. And yeah, I yell at them because sometimes I get angry. I'm human too. I'm not always happy with what's going on. I can go back to tax season. That was really difficult. I use a program that's very simple that I like. You plug everything in and then it tells you whether you're paying or whether you're not. I was ready to pay this year. I paid last year. But there were a couple of things I did that made a difference. Yay. I'm happy about that, but I haven't even received that rebate or that uh, refund yet, and it's already spent. I'm going to try and save some of it just for the emergencies that tend to happen during the year, but most of it's already gone to cover the emergencies I had last year. I've got two little grandchildren that are going to be starting school soon. I've got two great-grandchildren who I haven't even seen in, well, one of them, it's been almost three years. The other one was just born, so I haven't seen her yet because their daddy is stationed overseas, and that's where they are. I'm hoping they get home soon so I can see them all, put my arms around them, where even a year ago, I couldn't have done that because of COVID. We are just now coming out of being isolated for so long that many of us have forgotten how to talk to folks, how to interact. I have clients that are looking for a significant other and they don't know how to do it anymore because everything has changed. The bar scene is not the same as it was two years ago. Going out to a restaurant, it's not exactly the same as it was two years ago. Masks, in some places, they're not required. But if you are a person who's immunocompromised, you're still wearing your mask because you don't want to catch it 
It's still out there. It's a virus. It's not going anywhere. It has gotten smarter, though. It has stopped killing us so quickly. It just wants a place to live. It doesn't really care if it makes you sick, but it doesn't want you dead. And so now we have, what is it, Omicron has two different strains besides the original. And they're not as bad for most people. They're not as difficult to deal with, but you still get sick. Vaccines are still available and people are still fighting getting them. Your choice. But then let's not complain when you catch it. Doctors, they're still overworked. It's still really difficult. Yeah, the number of people in the hospital from COVID has gone way down. But now all of the things that sat waiting because people didn't want to go to the hospital because they were afraid of catching COVID because the hospital's where it is, yeah. Now they're having to go to the hospital and it's emergent which means they need to be treated right now, right away. Chaos. What about jobs? If you were working at home, there are many companies that are asking you to come back. There are many people that are saying, no, I don't want to come back to the office. I don't want to do that. Why? I work better at home. And for many companies, they're seeing that that's truth. They're getting more production, more product, more attention to what needs to get done because people are at home. There are people that want to be back in the office. When I was working, if I had the opportunity to work at home, I didn't want to because I got more done in the office. All I had to do was shut my door and then I could get more work done. At home, for me, that was more chaotic because I could see all of the things I needed to do around the house that weren't getting done because I was working. Takes all kinds, everybody. And it really doesn't matter where you fit just so you know where you fit. Your angels are there to help and they can help with anything and everything. But you have to ask. You have to ask. First gift we were given was free will. That means if we decide that we are going to walk up to that river that's full of all of our crap, all the stuff that you have to deal with, whether it's people, things, places, things you have to do, things others need to do so that you can do what you need to do. Yeah, that's a hard one. If you're going to walk up to that river that's got everything floating in it and put your boat in and look to the left and see where you want to get to, big rock, way down, but you can see it. And then you look to the right, the direction the water's going. And the water's not moving slow. It's moving. 
and where you're standing, you can see that the water goes around the point of land you're standing on, but you can't tell where it goes. Being human, how we are taught, how we are raised, how our parents were raised, how our parents' parents were raised. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Put your big girl panties on and wade in and get it done. Hard work pays off. What if that's not the case anymore? What if you could look to your left and see where you want to get to and ask, do I go to the left? And you hear no. Oh, or you feel no. Or your stomach knots up. That's your no. I'm not supposed to go to the left, but that looks easier, except that I'd be paddling upstream against the current. And then you look to your right, where the water's flowing, and you say, should I go to the right? And you hear yes, and you feel yes. Your heart space gets warm or gets heavy, or you feel a vibration. Really? I'm supposed to go to my right, but it's not where I got to be. Where I got to be is where I can see on my left. Well, here's where the trust comes in. Because when your angels answer, it's not going to be a voice you hear with your ears. Come on, y'all. They don't have vocal cords. So they have to use other things. Your physical yes and no in your body. Your body gives you a sign. Your yes is usually in your heart space, in your chest. Your no is usually that feeling in your stomach. It can be nausea. It can be, ooh, what's that? That's a no. If you trust your yes and throw all your stuff in your boat and get in and let the current take you, you might hear just float. But that's not hard work. Just float. But that's too easy. Just float. And you trust. And you do. And you get around that curve where the land was sticking out, where you were standing. And you look ahead and you can see that same rock that you were able to see standing on the shore before you got in your boat. And now it's on your right. And the water is going to carry you there without you doing anything more than looking at the scenery, making sure you stay dry and being comfortable. Now, some of you are going to say, yeah, but that's too easy. Why is that too easy? Why does it have to be hard? Our parents worked hard. Their parents worked hard. Isn't it time for some ease and grace? Sometimes, if you just be still, things happen. I'll give you an example. 
You ever been invited to go somewhere? Somebody's house, a party, out to dinner, and the day gets closer. You said yes because you feel obligated to say yes. And then the day gets closer. You're seeing it on your calendar. And you realize, you know, I really don't want to go. There's something else I need to do. There's something else I'd rather do. Now, you got a couple of choices. You can pick up the phone and call the person and lie because that's what it will be. You know, I really can't make it because blah, 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 blah. And then hopefully you keep your butt at home so that you don't get caught by somebody who else, who else was going to be there or was there and saw you out instead of joining them. But that kind of ties your hands, doesn't it? You can't really deal with whatever chaos comes at you if you've told a story about why you didn't want to be there. What I have learned is that if you just wait, sometimes those things take care of themselves. And it doesn't hurt to ask your angels to put their two cents in. Okay, y'all. I don't want to go to this party. Can you fix it so I can stay home? I want to stay home. Or I want to go here instead. Or I need to go grocery shopping. Keep your request as positive as you can. Keep the contractions out because those are all negative. And even part of what I just said was a little negative. I don't want to go. Change it. Can I go somewhere else instead? That's more positive. Can I miss that? When I have done that, I end up getting a call or a text message, or an email saying the event has been canceled, postponed, moved to a different date. And then all I have to do is call and say, thank you, or text and say, thank you for letting me know. And the date gets moved. And maybe if it's something that gets postponed, when the next date shows up, You'll be in a better mood to go. Maybe you'll be ready and willing to see all those people that you weren't interested in seeing on the original date. Things change. You change. Everything changes. It's navigating your way through it. And if you got your angels with you, guardians on your left, your archangels on your right, you can do it. You can make it through. Remember to ask. Remember to ask. Now, this podcast was just a little bit late because Wednesday, it just didn't happen. 
The fourth Wednesday of every month is my target. We'll see if I can make it next month to get it up. Now my topic for next month's podcast is developing trust for your angels. I keep telling you to call on them, to tell them what you need, to talk to them. But how do you trust that? Being human, we don't trust a lot of stuff. But you can trust your angels. It takes practice. So now if you have questions that you'd like to be addressed, email them to me. Yes, email them to me. If you go and look at my webpage, thelightofnature.com, the podcast is listed there. The email address, it's listed there. You can also text it to me. My text phone number is 720-441-3762. You can text me your question or you can email your question. You can email it to yourlightbrighter at gmail.com. You can also email it to my podcast email address, which is T-L-O-N, the light of nature. Brenda.T-L-O-N at gmail.com. I hope to hear from at least a couple of you. I won't be able to answer all the questions in the time allotted, but I'll do my best. Remember, the topic is developing trust for your angels. I look forward to talking at you next month. And I'm still working on getting video and even getting some music to go along with the podcast. So you have an opening and an ending. Thank you much for listening. Be blessed.